welcome back to Cover Art, your regular fix of stories, tunes and more. It's episode four. Today we're going to be listening to The Tale of Mrs Tiggy Winkle by Beatrix Potter. And the song we'll listen to is from a band called Girlpool. Girlpool is a folk punk band from Los Angeles in the USA. And the song I'm playing from them is It Gets More Blue. Now for the story. The Tale of Mrs Tiggy Winkle. Once upon a time, there was a little girl called Lucy who lived at a farm called Little Town. She was a good little girl, only she was always losing her pocket handkerchiefs. One day, little Lucy came into the farmyard crying. Oh, she did cry so. I've lost my pocket hankin, three hankins and a penny. Have you seen them, Tabby Kitten? The kitten went on washing her white paws, so Lucy asked the speckle hen. Sally, Henny Penny, have you found three pocket hankins? But the speckled hen ran into the barn, clucking, I go barefoot, barefoot, barefoot. And then Lucy asked Cock Robin sitting on a twig. Cock Robin looked sideways at Lucy with his bright black eyes and he flew over a stile and away. Lucy climbed upon the stile and looked up at the hill behind Little Town, the hill that goes up, up into the clouds as though it had no top. And a great way up the hillside, she thought, she saw some white things spread upon the grass. Lucy scrambled up the hill as fast as her short legs would carry her. She ran along a steep path, way up and up, until Little Town was right away down below. She could have dropped a pebble down the chimney. Presently, she came to a spring bubbling out of the hillside. Someone had stood a tin can upon a stone to catch the water. For the can was no bigger than an egg cup. And where the sand upon the path was wet, there were footmarks of a very small person. Lucy ran on and on. The path ended under a big rock. The grass was short and green. There were clothes props cut from breaking stems, the lines of plated rushes and a heap of tiny clothes pin, but no pocket handkerchiefs. But there was something else, a door, straight into the hill. And inside it, someone was singing, Lily White and Clean-O, with little frillers between-O. Smooth and hot, red rusty spot, never here be seen, oh. Lucy knocked once, twice and interrupted the song. A little frightened voice called out, Who's that? Lucy opened the door and what do you think there was inside the hill? A nice clean kitchen with a flagged fall and wooden beams, just like any other farm kitchen. Only the ceiling was so low that Lucy's head nearly touched it and the pots and pans were small, and so was everything there. There was a nice hot, cindery smell, and at the table with an iron in her hand stood a very stout, short person staring anxiously at Lucy. Her print gown was tucked up, and she was wearing a large apron over her striped petticoat. A little black nose went sniffle, sniffle, snuffle, and her eyes went twinkle, twinkle, and underneath her cap, where Lucy had yellow curls, that little person had prickles. Who are you? said Lucy. Have you seen my pocket handkins? The little person made a bob curtsy. Oh yes, if you please, and my name is Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. 
Oh, yes, if you please, I'm an excellent clear starcher. And she took something out of her clothes basket and spread it on the ironing blanket. What's that thing? said Lucy. That's not my pocket, Hankin. Oh, no, if you please him, that's a little scarlet waistcoat belonging to Cock Robin. And she ironed it and folded it and put it on one side. Then she took something else out of her clothes horse. That isn't my penny, said Lucy. Oh, no, if you please him, that's Damask's tablecloth belonging to Jenny Wren. Look how it's stained with currant wine. It's very bad to wash, said Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle's nose went sniffle, sniffle, snuffle, and her eyes went twinkle, twinkle, and she fetched another hot iron from the fire. There's one of my pocket hankins, cried Lucy, and there's my penny. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle ironed it and gothered it and shook out all the frills. Oh, that is lovely, said Lucy. And what are those long yellow things with finger-like gloves? Oh, that's a pair of stockings belonging to Sally Hennypenny. Look how she's worn the heels with scratching in the yard. She'll very soon go barefoot, said Mrs. Tiggywinkle. Why, there's another hankersniff. But it isn't mine, it's red. Oh no, if you please them, that one belongs to old Mrs. Rabbit and it did so smell of onions, I've had to wash it separately. I can't get out the smell. There's another one of mine, said Lucy. What are those funny little white things? That's a pair of mittens belonging to Tabby Kitten. I only have to iron them. She washes them herself. There's my last pocket hankin, said Lucy. And what are you dipping into the basin of starch? The little dicky shirt front belonging to Tom Titmouse. Most terrible particular, said Mrs Tiggywinkle. Now I've finished my ironing, I'm going to get some clothes. What are these dear soft fluffy things, said Lucy. Oh, those are woolly coats belonging to the little lambs at Skategill. Will their jackets take off, said Lucy. Oh yes, if you please them, look at the sheep mark on the shoulder. And there's one marked for Gatesgarth and three that come from Little Town. They're always marked at washing, said Mrs Tiggywinkle. And she hung up all sorts and sizes of clothes. Small brown coats of mice and one velvety black moleskin waistcoat with a red tail coat and no tail belonging to Squirrel Nutkin. Had a very much shrunk blue jacket belonging to Peter Rabbit and a petticoat not marked that had gone lost in the washing and at last the basket was empty. Then Mrs Tiggywinkle made tea, a cup for herself and a cup for Lucy. They sat before the fire on a bench and looked sideways at one another. Mrs Tiggywinkle's hand holding the teacup was very, very brown and very, very wrinkly with the soap suds. And although her gown and her cap there were hairpins sticking wrong end out so that Lucy didn't like to sit too near her. When they had finished tea, they tied up the clothes in bundles and Lucy's pocket handkerchief were folded up inside her clean pinny and fastened with a silver safety pin. And they made up the fire with turf and came out and locked the door and hid the key under the door sill. Then away down the hill trotted Lucy and Mrs Tiggywinkle with the bundles of clothes. And way down the path, little animals came out of the fern to meet them. The very first they met were Peter Rabbit and Benjamin Bunny.
and she gave them their nice clean clothes and all the little animals and birds were so very much obliged to dear Mrs Tickywinkle so that at the bottom of the hill when they came to the stile there was nothing left to carry except Lucy's one little bundle. Lucy scrambled up the stile with the bundle in her hand and then she turned to say good night and to thank the washerwoman. But the very odd thing, Mrs Tiggywinkle had not waited either for thanks or for the washing bill. She was running, running, running up the hill and where was her white frilled cat in her shawl and her gown and her petticoat? And how small she had grown and how brown and covered with prickles. Why, Mrs Tiggywinkle was nothing but a hedgehog. Now some people say that little Lucy had been asleep on the stile, but then how could she have found three clean pocket handkins and a penny pinned with a silver safety pin? And besides, I have seen that door into the back of the hill called the Cat Bells, and besides, I am very well acquainted with dear Mrs Tiggywinkle. The End and now for the song, Girl Ball, It Gets More Blue. I like this song because it's got really dreamy and smooth voices.
the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Please give us a rating on iTunes. Also, I've listed on Stitcher a place where people find out about podcasts. If you give us a rating there, it's just as great. Thanks for listening. See you next time.